Today we live, today we breathe, today we know that we are strong when we are weak. Today we trust, we overcome, take every chain that kept us slaves and throw them off. We're not waiting for permission, we defy our inhibition, like our middle name is fearless. September 15th. Our New Testament reading today will be from the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. We'll read about the runner. Paul saw himself as a man running a race, and he was absolutely certain he was on the right track and headed for the right goal. The Judaizers were trying to move the church into bondage and get them on a detour course. We'll read about the steward. God has committed the gospel to His people, and we must guard it and share it with others. God is not looking for popular celebrities. 
He's looking for faithful stewards. And we'll read about the watchman. Paul was not afraid to confront the apostle Peter when Peter moved away from the truth of the gospel. Eternal vigilance is the price of liberty, said Wendell Phillips, and that applies to our spiritual liberty as well. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. September 15th, Galatians chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. Then, fourteen years later, I, Paul, went back to Jerusalem again, this time with Barnabas, and Titus came along too. I went there because God revealed to me that I should go. While I was there, I talked privately with the leaders of the church. I wanted them to understand what I had been preaching to the Gentiles. I wanted to make sure they did not disagree, or my ministry would have been useless. And they did agree. They did not even demand that my companion Titus be circumcised, though he was a Gentile. Even that question wouldn't have come up except for some so-called Christians there, false ones really, who came to spy on us and see our freedom in Christ Jesus. They wanted to force us, like slaves, to follow their Jewish regulations, but we refused to listen to them for a single moment. We wanted to preserve the truth of the good news for you and the leaders of the church who were there had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me, for God has no favorites. They saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the good news to the Gentiles, just as He had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter for the benefit of the Jews worked through me for the benefit of the Gentiles, in fact, James, Peter, and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me, and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles, while they continued their work with the Jews. The only thing they suggested was that we remember to help the poor, and I have certainly been eager to do that. But when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him publicly, speaking strongly against what he was doing, for it was very wrong. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile Christians, who didn't bother with circumcision. But afterward, when some Jewish friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore because he was afraid of what these legalists would say. Then the other Jewish Christians followed Peter's hypocrisy, and even Barnabas was influenced to join them in their hypocrisy. When I saw that they were not following the truth of the good news, I said to Peter in front of all the others, Since you, a Jew by birth, have discarded the Jewish laws and are living like a Gentile, why are you trying to make these Gentiles obey the Jewish laws you abandoned? You and I are Jews by birth not sinners like the Gentiles. And yet, we Jewish Christians know that we become right with God, not by doing what the law commands, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we might be accepted by God because of our faith in Christ, and not because we have obeyed the law, for no one will ever be saved by obeying the law. 
What if I told you Jesus came to abolish religion? What if I told you voting Republican really wasn't his mission? What if I told you Republican doesn't automatically mean Christian, and just because you call some people blind doesn't automatically give you vision? I mean, if religion is so great, why has it started so many wars? Why does it build huge churches but fails to feed the poor? Tell single moms God doesn't love them if they've ever had a divorce, but in the Old Testament, God actually calls religious people whores. Religion might preach grace, but another thing they practice, tend to ridicule God's people, they did it to John the Baptist. They can't fix their problems, and so they just mask it, not realizing religion's like spraying perfume on a casket. See, the problem with religion is it never gets to the core. It's just behavior modification, like a long list of chores. Like, let's dress up the outside, make it look nice and neat. But it's funny, that's what they used to do to mummies while the corpse rots underneath. Now I ain't judging, I'm just saying, quit putting on a fake look. Because there's a problem if people only know that you're a Christian by your Facebook. I mean, in every other aspect of life, you know that logic's unworthy. It's like saying you play for the Lakers just because you bought a jersey. See, this was me too, but no one seemed to be on to me. Acting like a church kid while addicted to pornography. See, on Sunday I'd go to church, but Saturday getting faded, acting if I was simply created to just have sex and get wasted. See, I spent my whole life building this facade of neatness, but now that I know Jesus, I boast in my weakness. Because if grace is water, then the church should be an ocean. It's not a museum for good people, it's a hospital for the broken. Which means I don't have to hide my failure, I don't have to hide my sin. Because it doesn't depend on me, it depends on Him. See, because when I was God's enemy, and certainly not a fan, he looked down and said, I want that man. Which is why Jesus hated religion, and for it he called them fools. Don't you see so much better than just following some rules? Now let me clarify. I love the church, I love the Bible, and yes, I believe in sin. But if Jesus came to your church, would they actually let him in? See, remember he was called a glutton and a drunkard by religious men. But the Son of God never supports self-righteousness, not now, not then. Now back to the point, one thing is vital to mention. How Jesus and religion are on opposite spectrums. See, one's the work of God, but one's a man-made invention. See, one is the cure, but the other's the infection. See, because religion says do. Jesus says done. Religion says slave. Jesus says son. Religion puts you in bondage, while Jesus sets you free. Religion makes you blind, but Jesus makes you see. And that's why religion and Jesus are two different clans. Religion is man searching for God. Christianity is God searching for man. Which is why salvation is freely mine and forgiveness is my own. Not based on my merits, but Jesus' obedience alone. Because he took the crown of thorns and the blood dripped down his face. He took what we all deserve. I guess that's why you call it grace. And while being murdered, he yelled, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Because when he was dangling on that cross, he was thinking of you. And he absorbed all your sin and he buried it in the tomb, which is why I'm kneeling at the cross saying, come on, there's room. So for religion, no, I hate it. In fact, I literally resent it. Because when Jesus said, it is finished, I believe he meant it.
dollars by the millions. This is the only world we know, and for now this rental's our home. If we gon' be a reflection, gotta make this dirt rock glow. Just so you know. Light shines bright everywhere we go. Music for the people to illuminate the show. Light shines bright everywhere we go. Music for the people, making music for the people. Light shines bright everywhere we go. Music for the people to illuminate the show. Light shines bright everywhere we go. In the city might be more than pretty, pretty. That freaky shine might be more than meets the eye. Anytime you see the sparkle in the dark, you might look deeper, <laughs> deeper. It might be more than simply fear. Yo, that smile might be joy that's connected to the spirit. The spirit might be contagious if you dare, you dare come near it. I remember, can't forget, peace that you can't second guess. Sparkle as the light reflects, rewrite and pay it forward checks. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Music for the people to illuminate the show. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Music for the people making music for the people. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Music for the people to illuminate the show. Light shine bright everywhere we go. Music for the people. Jesus, music for the people. Psalm 59, verses 1 through 17. I will pray. David compared his enemies to dogs prowling the city streets and growling over the garbage. Saul was after him again, and only the Lord could deliver David. We'll see that uh, he waits. David's wife helped him escape that time. But David faced several years of danger and exile before he received his rightful throne. 
twice he could have killed Saul, but he refused to do so. He knew that God would deal with his enemies in his way and in his time. So he decided to do what? <laughs> he decided to sing. See, David had a song in his heart, and he would sing in the morning because God gave him joy in the morning. Things often look worse at night, so wait for the morning. Express your faith. Engage your faith. God will give you your song of praise. Psalm 59, verses 1 through 17. For the choir director, a psalm of David. Regarding the time Saul sent soldiers to watch David's house in order to kill him, to be sung to the tune, Do Not Destroy. Rescue me from these criminals. Save me from these murderers. They have set an ambush for me. Fierce enemies are out there waiting. Though I have done them no wrong, O Lord, despite my innocence, they prepare to kill me. Rise up and help me. Look on my plight. O Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, rise up to punish hostile nations. Show no mercy to wicked traitors. They come at night, snarling like vicious dogs, as they prowl the streets. Listen to the filth that comes from their mouths, the piercing swords that fly from their lips. Who can hurt us? they sneer. But, Lord, you laugh at them. You scoff at all the hostile nations. You are my strength. I wait for you to rescue me. For you, O God, are my place of safety. In his unfailing love, my God will come and help me. He will let me look down in triumph on all my enemies. Don't kill them, for my people soon forget such lessons. Stagger them with your power, and bring them to their knees, O Lord, our shield. Because of the sinful things they say, because of the evil that is on their lips, let them be captured by their pride, their curses, and their lies. Destroy them in your anger, wipe them out completely. Then the whole world will know that God reigns in Israel. My enemies come out at night, snarling like vicious dogs as they prowl the streets. They scavenge for food, but go to sleep unsatisfied. But as for me, I will sing about your power. I will shout with joy each morning because of your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety in the day of distress. O oh, my strength, to you I sing praises. For you, O oh God, are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. Proverbs 23 Verses 13 and 14. Don't fail to correct your children. They won't die if you spank them. Physical discipline may well save them from death.
church mother in a church hat clap Man, that sugar gave her color purple coming back clap uh, When that whole week beat you up and stress you But you hear that organ playing and remind you of your blessings And on another note, she just hit another note Chills down my spine, got me crying, make me overload You don't know about it though, old school church hymns Deacons get the humming out of drum, a fan of birds Look for change lies, not for hand clasp, love. 